Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast number 379. It's the 8th of September. I'm talking to Rich Richmond Walker at Hello. Richie W82. Hello, how are you uh, doing? Yeah, good, good. Can I take issue with your intro? Uh, go on. I have a problem when a host specifies a time of day because, Uh-oh. you know, the listeners might not be listening in the morning, as you said. Oh, did I say uh, good morning? You did, and it's confusing. They're like, what? It's morning? And it could oh, be the evening, and then they don't know actually, where they are. Do you know what I mean? They don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I, I, fucked, I fucked it because I said also the 8th, which um, has blown it's, us it's wide open. It's the 9th, Josh. It's the, it's the 9th. Yeah, yeah, you're day behind. A simple date mistake. It hasn't revealed anything about the show. It's just that I made a mistake, so don't, yeah, so don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. It's the 9th. Mm-hmm. It's... Quite possibly the evening, probably the afternoon. Who, who, but who knows? Just good day to everyone, anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we've been playing some stuff. How have you been? How have you been keeping? Yeah, good, good. I've been uh, plugging away on reviews because there's been a lot of stuff out lately. Yeah, you've been you've been uh, a bloody machine for it, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I've had to sort of juggle the news a bit as well. But uh, lovely Matt, who I work with, has, has helped out where he can. And uh, oh. Yeah, all I've got left to review now is NBA 2K21, which I don't feel I've put enough time into. Um, Mm. I tried to play it again last night and it crashed on me, Josh. uh, Oh, that's good. That's always nice. uh, Not having a very good time with it, I'll be honest. No. This is weird as well, because because of COVID-19, it's the only time that I... the, The old 2K, so in this case 2K20... Yeah. is still the up-to-date roster in September. Oh, right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's course, weird, isn't it? It would be, yeah, yeah. Like, and, it, and also, it won't be... I don't know. I mean, usually the season starts sort of end of October, so it's going to be a while before 2K21 actually has pressing need to be bought like in terms yeah. in terms of its roster anyway i can't speak for its on-court action but it's just weird like that's never happened before like i still have the up to technically up-to-date 2k that's true very strange that is true um what else what else what else we've been playing the avengers we've been playing tony hawk you've been playing lair of the clockwork god which you were loving yeah um all sorts of stuff and we've got some exciting news let's uh let's jump in have a lovely have a little a little jingle bell, uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll jump into what we've been playing. Sweet. Red light, load of cars in a line. I want to cross to the off-license. Guys coming up to the light, coming up too fast. It's a red, what's your plan? It's a red, what's your plan? He gives me a beep. What do you mean? He gives me a beep. Where are you going to go? We have been playing uh, two big things. The first one is Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was all right. Yeah, that beta didn't really show it in the best light, did it? It did did not. The mm. kind of taste that they gave you of, of what the single player campaign was in the beta wasn't really a very good one because mm. you kind of didn't get an idea that like lots of the plot revolves around Kamala Khan for a start. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then you also, it gave you like three missions that were from quite different points in the campaign. Yeah. Right? So you had like one which was her and Hulk trying to find Tony Stark and then you had another one where they went to Siberia and then an, I can't remember what the other one was. But let's talk <laughs> campaign first of all uh, because that is the bit I'm interested in the most. Uh, wh- what did you think just generally uh, of, like if you got this game yeah, and you paid, I don't know, 40 quid for this game or whatever you paid for this game, let's say, and all it was was this campaign mm-hmm. and it was nothing else. It wasn't ever going to be anything else, maybe some DLC down the line. You just had to like, just like Arkham games or Spider Man or whatever, and you just played the campaign. What's what's your general feeling towards Marvel's Avengers? Well, if that's all it was, I'd be like, that's a bit short. <laughs> I, I, I want, <laughs> yeah, I'd like yeah. more of that, please. More of the campaign, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, but, if it was just but, in that, a, but in a positive way, yeah, right, because yeah. you like it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It would need to be twice as long if that was all it was. At yes. least um, agreed. But, but it was agreed. a good, it was a good length. I thought for what it was, and you know, it, yeah. was, it was good, and it sort of lays the groundwork for more. It um, does, doesn't it? It's a very yeah. kind of uh, DLC happy, uh, content happy platform mm. as a, as a campaign. Like if it was just the campaign, and if it was either that length or double that length or whatever, yeah, I'd say I'd say to you, yeah. It's, it's like nowhere near as good as any of the Arkham games, and definitely yeah. not as good as Spider Man. But it's still a solid game. And if it were, if we were living in the the early two thousands, I'd tell you to get down Blockbusters, rent it, cane it over the weekend, and take it back. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. It is very yeah. it's a very good campaign as campaigns go. You can see kind of the um, the expertise of Crystal Dynamics on the Tomb Raider franchise coming through with the set pieces and stuff, can't you? Um, mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But um, I've since played uh, a lot of the end game. I don't know if you want to get onto that yet. Yes, because the campaign's yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, we, we can. Everything the campaign's else. Campaign's cool. I, I'm not. I'm not so sure because um, no. I've put in a lot of hours. I put a lot of time into this game. I reckon I've clocked up pff, maybe fifty, sixty hours now. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, oh, so okay. I've got like a, a Hulk who's almost maxed out. He's almost hitting the level oh. cap. I've unlocked every skill for him almost. Oh bloody hell! Um, oh, fair play. And yeah, it, you realise once you hit that end game how buggy and broken a lot of the game is. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been hit by numerous oh. issues, like um, a common one where unlocked outfits have been relocking themselves. Uh, um, <laughs> cra- right, numerous okay, crashes, that's... weird visual bugs like Kamala Khan's arm stretching into infinity <laughs> f- and staying there. Um, right, okay. Yeah, it's, it's very odd. It's, it needs like about ten patches or something before. Yeah, f- yeah. Sort it out. I mean, you're not you're not talking you're not talking anthem level fucked, but you are talking like pretty serious cosmetic and gameplay affecting I, bugs. Yeah, I don't know that anthem was that buggy. I think the problem with anthem was that it got boring very quickly. I think yeah, yeah, for sure. Although, but I do also seem to. Rem- I remember some bug chat. Was there? Wasn't there not? The probably yeah. Quite- it probably had its fair anyway, share of bugs, but yeah, some of these are pretty awful bugs, like I've game breaking. Had, yeah, I've had my my share of both cosmetic and uh, you know other bugs. Mm. Um, so, f- like, first of all, the, the 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 first thing to talk about is is I guess the combat because that is the about 80% of what this... Well, that's... Yeah, that's generous, really. 90, 95% of what this game actually is... <laughs> yeah. Um, ...is the combat. And as the combat goes, 
Um, I, I, I don't think it's great. I think it's just decent and uh, in shorter. But, I mean, I haven't put in as much time as you have. Mm. I think I've probably put in somewhere between 30 and 40 rather than 50, 60. Um, but I completed the campaign. I did an, a, a bunch of the end game stuff. Like, because it's a bit bits of the campaign come back in like you find taskmaster again and there's kind of shield missions which have like more story content in them as well so i've done like a bunch of that and i sort of feel like if you sort of keep it on the back burner um and kind of play this in sort of one hour bursts maybe two hour bursts or something like that then you'd be perfectly fine to sort of just have this one buy for a couple of months but generally Mm. you're playing it for longer stretches or you're trying to get through the campaign i did get quite bored of getting into a new area and just having an army of robots come at me like for the umpteenth time the combat wasn't deep or satisfying enough to to you know to kind of keep that fun i didn't think anyway what, right. what was your sort of thoughts on on well i combat? I'd, I'd have agreed with you until i really kind of dug deep sort of down into the hulk's different abilities now that i've unlocked out all of his primary kind of skills Mm. He's a really, really fun character, and just smashing everything up is really, really cathartic. Really, oh, really nice. fun. Yeah, so I've got some really awesome abilities now. He's like super, super powerful. Um, like I can pick up two baddies and smash them together and stuff like that, and <laughs> I can do like a charging kind of elbow drop and then go into like Ooh. like pounding the ground with my fists. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And then there's kind of elemental status effects you can add to that, like gamma radiation or fire or whatever. Um, mm. So, yeah, there's loads of options, actually. The combat's surprisingly deep once you kind of scratch away at the surface a bit. Yeah, and the skill the skill trees do do yield, like, a lot of extra abilities. Yeah. Um, they don't... For me, anyway, because I primarily played with Iron Man and uh, just because he can fly, and I was all over that. Yeah. Because um, it is quite fun. In fact, actually, that reminded me of Anthem a little bit, the sort of flying around. Mm. Um, but I sort of... Th- like, there's, there's kind of stuff. There's, like, a lot of stuff. Like, you can yeah. unlock cool laser abilities and rocket abilities and different kind of combos and stuff. But the cool thing was that it, it was never a challenge... Uh, in any respect I mean I just played on the normal difficulty yeah me too but you can um, within each mission itself there are challenge levels so there's five tiers of challenge yes so you can stay on your normal difficulty but then you can ramp up the challenge within each mission so if you up it to like star ratings yeah if you up it to like challenge three or four or five then Mm. it does become more challenging and also you know if you're doing missions outside of your level your power level um, mm. That can be difficult too. I found that yeah, around I, sort of I found that a five level kind of um, deficit is about the limit yeah. I can take. Yeah, I think that's round about what I because I remember jumping into a few of the missions being like a few a few power levels mm. below and and basically being able to sort of like batter my way through. You know, I never yeah. the 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 dodge mechanic was quite cool. You get a little bit of slow motion if you dodge just at the right time, well, and you can parry um, as well. You, know? you can parry, or at least you can parry with. Uh, so you can parry with Iron Man quite nicely, mm-hmm. um, and I think Black Widow has like the grapple, yeah. which is she can just sort of like whip herself towards people. But I don't think just because Thor's version of that, which is like when you press the R two, he just goes into his powerful lightning mode, right? Like I don't think he has um, a parry, does he? Doesn't it send down a lightning bolt that kind of staggers enemies? 
Isn't that his version? I seem to remember that kind of powering him up. Well, it makes him invulnerable for a short time, I believe, yeah. when he, when you hold R2. Well, Hulk has um, a similar I... thing with his rage. You hold uh, the right trigger yes. R2, and uh, yeah. he enters a rage state, and as you hit enemies, his health goes up. But also, if you just tap it as an enemy's about to attack, you can, you know, oh, does, that, does that kind of act as a, act as a parry as well? Yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, that's quite cool. I think they all yeah. have that ability. I didn't. I didn't think that Thor did, but perhaps perhaps that's just me uh, not really realizing that if you press it at just the right time, that you know that is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it just um, sends down a lightning strike. Yeah, and kind of just sort of stops them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, I just I found um, it was kind of fun in in a, in a sort of um, big bashy crashy. There's no. Re- I never really found with the combat that there was much uh, complexity. Like if if you compare it to I don't know something like Spider Man or recently Ghost of Tsushima where you have like a real need to play defensively or to dodge things and to, or to sort of get into a nice flow, I kind of just found I was able to to kind of batter my way through. Um, yeah, it's not exactly which, like Devil May Cry, you know. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. not like that. You're not going to get that. Yeah, but I do. I suppose you are right. Like if you 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 can make things harder for yourself if you're sort of tired of just blustering through. Um, do you see yourself kind of playing this game long term, or are you kind of done with it now? Initially, I'd have said no, but I've kind of got myself addicted to the gear loop, weirdly, which is strange because I thought the gear was rubbish. Like, <laughs> why am I swapping out Hulk's rib cage and spinal column or whatever? Oh, of course. And, ca- yeah. you know, Captain America, what has he got a plate in his head? I don't understand. He's got <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what they. I don't know what they do. Like it makes sense with Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. You can imagine him swapping yeah. out bits of his you can. armor. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. But, but it makes yeah. less sense where you've got Hulk and he's like he's like Hulk's wrist bone. Or yeah, something. or whatever and it is. Just, yeah, <laughs> whatever it end up being. Yeah, yeah. but, but you, um, you've uh, you found that more fun as you've kind of gone on, have you? It's just that thing of like, oh, I got a legendary item. It's worth you know 130 or whatever, and oh, I need. Uh, you know, upgrade modules to upgrade this one, and you know, it, it from one level one thirty up, power level one thirty, it gets really difficult. So each kind huh. of level on the way to the level one fifty cap is really, really slow and hard earned. Yeah, and it, it, yeah I've that. kind of got into that, and now there's like red exotic items you can get. So I'm on the lookout for those, and huh. Yeah, I didn't think this gear system would grab me at all, and mm. I, I'm surprised it has because I mean, it, yeah. on the face of it, superficially, it is crap. Yeah, you know, yeah. you get no cosmetic benefit from anything. I thought that was an utterly bizarre decision to to, yeah. to relegate the cosmetic stuff to a different kind of collectible that you need to sort of swap currency for. You need to purchase different stuff, right? Yeah, well, not you, real, not real currency. I, sh- I mean, the you know, the in-game. obviously you can find loot in chests and drop from Mm. enemies randomly and sometimes you'll just get a legendary drop come out of nowhere and that'll be Mm. cool you'll be like oh awesome i've got this amazing item just randomly and then you can boost them with materials but um even though materials are kind of abundant throughout the levels there'll always be one thing you don't have enough of yeah like nanotubes or something it's just it is a, a yeah. needlessly convoluted thing. <laughs> yeah, I can vouch for that. Though. Like, like when I was when I was playing, I did. There's a certain 
satisfaction in what I would do, which is to be to I wouldn't I wouldn't like actively search if I was near a chest in a mission or something I'd be like oh okay you know I get some of that and my little routine was was just pressing the button that says equip best gear right um recycling all of the other stuff that's of a lower level and yeah. then just using that to upgrade the stuff that I've equipped see there's an <clears> error <throat> there in doing that you you can't kind of define your build then it's right. just doing the best so it's going to just balance your character I imagine whereas I've been trying yeah. to make Hulk into a, a sort of melee beast, which is what he should be. He shouldn't be like yeah. you know, a ranged specialist, should he? No. It's not really no, Hulk style. This is the other thing that I don't really... I'm not sort of not that keen on, is that it, it seemed to me that that the, the differences between the characters weren't different enough for my tastes. And oh, it, really? I, I don't think it's that great if, you, if it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you've got to... You to go through the gear system to make Hulk a melee character. It's like, I want Hulk to deal with these guys in one hit, and I want that from the very beginning of the game. Right, me having I see. not done it, and like, I'd, I'd like it'd be really cool if, like, because obviously they have to make all the hero. You have to make it so that every situation is doable with each hero. You know, they're not going to get like if you have like a hero shooter and you have like. Oh, the, you know, this this person's a support character, and, and so they're really, really useful in a balanced team for healing and support, and they're not great in a fight. Like, the, the, the kind of version of that in the Avengers would be Kamala Khan, right? Because she has the healing ability. Yeah. Um, however, I found that she was just just as capable as anyone else in, 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 you know, in combat, in terms of range, in terms of melee, in terms of parrying. Like, they all have very, very comparable abilities, I found. The actual... The, di- the sort of varied differences um, don't sound to me like they kind of come into play until perhaps like with what with what you're saying yeah. quite a bit later on if you really focus and go okay well I really want to make Hulk what Hulk should be really mm. I want to make him into a kind of into a kind of melee machine but yeah it just sort of seemed to be like none of them are at a particular disadvantage in any situation I didn't find I, I thought don't know, they, did you? Um, well I thought they all felt quite distinct um you know, Did regardless you? of unlocking skills, yeah. But I know what you're saying. And um, in terms of kind of unique abilities, I mm. found um, as I was exploring more and looking for chests and stuff on a kind of mission mm. to find, you know, new gear and whatever, mm. that some characters have the ability to hack, um, which apparently Captain America doesn't have, and others have abilities like Hulk and Kamala to smash mm. through certain uh, the bit, the doors big, and scenery. The doors, yeah. And uh, mm. so Captain America mm. can't do either of those things, so he can't That's access funny because these areas, which seems really. I, I didn't odd know to me. that because yeah, I, 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 I suppose because in the campaign you get Cap towards the back. At, well, that's a spoiler, isn't it? But, I, mean, I think I, really I don't a, think it is a spoiler. He's, he's I, I front think and everyone, center on the cover. <laughs> he's on the box, but yeah. you know, spoiler alert. Cap's not dead. You know, the, the the plot sort of tells you that he's dead. I mean, obviously, when it says that, I just laughed. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's common knowledge you can play as him. Yeah, think, you can I play as Captain America. Yeah. The, yeah, the lid's been blown off this one. Apologies to everyone, but you can. Um, you still get to find out what's happened to him, though. You know, we're not going to yep, tell you that. Yep, yep. And uh, what's happened to him is cool. Um, but yeah, I never found that out, I guess, because of the way that the campaign is and because in all of the post-campaign missions, I, did, I rarely played as Cap. I found him... He was mm. cool. Him and Black Widow were kind of... They were sort of like brawlers with a nice little 
a uh, little long range option, lots of physical yeah. attacks, more of yeah. an emphasis on. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, perhaps I was a little unfair. I think maybe they, you know, they they do have differences. They do feel different. Yeah, um, I suppose it's more. I don't know. Um, the the difference of oh I actually sort of need this other character to 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 do this mission or or something like that mm. I don't know but yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I also sort of found uh, like outside of the campaign the the environments and the mission objectives to be a bit of a drag oh the mission objectives what... are so repetitive they're rubbish and even in the end yeah. game that doesn't really change like um no. the only thing that was different that you don't get in the campaign is um when you visit vaults yeah right where you yeah. have to get the numbers in the sequence in the correct and... order yeah that's it though that's the only other objective yeah that i've seen and it's basically like kind of a capture the flag thing we have to stand in a certain area while a number lights up and your enemies can hack those little areas as well yeah. so you have to yeah, yeah it's, and it's, it's variations really, really uninspired i feel in terms of objectives yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, uh, it, it it really sucks how like I played this on a base model PS4, um, and this game is clearly targeted towards at least PS4 Pro and Xbox, at the One very X. least Series S, but definitely Series X. And really, they're looking at PS5 and Xbox. Sorry, did I just you, say you, Series? Yeah, you've X? got confused. Brilliant. <laughs> it is, I meant it's One slightly X. confusing. Yeah, I know what you meant. It, but but yeah but and then also I guess what they're gonna they're looking at next gen aren't they because it's obviously gonna go on there. Well, as well, I played the beta on a vanilla Xbox One, and it worked right. fine. And I've gone over to my Series X for the full game because I was like, well, I'll play it in 4K, lovely. Mm. Um, I had more problems with it on my One X. Right, I had That's it weird. crashing a lot. I mean, yeah, I was doing a hive the other night, and I got to like the fourth floor of six. And it just froze. Huh. So, yeah, I was livid. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's, you absolute bastard. That's that's really not great. Yeah, yeah. I, I found just on base model PS4 that in, in quite a few of the missions, the frame rate was mental. Yeah, um, when things get busy and you're online, it can't handle yeah. it. it. But it, like, it really can't that, handle it. Like, yeah, we're, we're not talking... Uh, I was you know, going to say that's, there's <laughs> sorry, Josh. That's not unique no, to on. like the lower end consoles, though. I, I've had that. It's um, I yeah. think it's but a, the, but a, my thing is yeah. my thing is that's the biggest install base on the planet. I'm sorry, this isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. Oh, you're on the base end, mate. Uh, it's like that really bugs me. It should be better on the higher end, but it should be bulletproof on the on the lowest common denominator. Well, I don't still, I, <laughs> you know. I don't think it covers either of those criteria. I don't think yeah. it's better on the high end and nor uh, is it bulletproof on the lower end. Yeah. No. Bloody pisses me off. Maybe we are just it's one of those shit things where it's just like, yeah, wait for five or six patches and everything's roundabout where it should have been. I had a hilarious glitch where Captain America's eyeball was popping out of his head Oof. and it looked like he was raising his eyebrow at me. Nice. It was uh, it's quite surreal. Was that the um, um, frontline skin that everyone's got? The kind of oh, old school retro one. His face just looks like it's melting, basically, <laughs> with that skin equipped. Yeah, I think it was that, actually, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I was fully expecting... 
to to not get on with the Avengers because when I sort of before I played it, I sort of thought, oh, I don't want a big online multiplayer Destiny style thing. But actually, my thoughts on the campaign was that it's perfectly good, um, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed myself. Yeah. And, and actually, I played a fair. I played more of the end, the sort of post-game missions, and more of the other drop zones, ward zones, strike points, what have you, shield missions, and all that sort of stuff than I thought I would. And yeah. had a fair chunk of fun doing it. Um, I never really got absorbed by the the. I've, 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 it was the same as Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I. I I started out just laughing and going, this is ridiculous. And then after like a couple of hours going, oh, do you know what? It is kind of fun. Like, you know, just sort of chewing through this gear and getting better gear. There is like a little buzz there. Um, the funny thing is Breakpoint gave me no compulsion to to go back and play. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah, I purely meant in terms of the, of the, of the, the way that, that, you know, you kind of, you equip the best gear, recycle the other gear, get a matching set if you want like it sort of works in a similar way but no yeah it, in, in both games I, I felt and I and I predict that with Marvel's Avengers I will probably not put any more time into I don't feel like a desire although that's partly to do with the other game that we've both been playing but also I don't know do, do you see yourself kind of going yeah, back to I Avengers probably so, will. I probably what, will in the, over like, in the months to come yeah like, yeah and I think like when the the uh, next gen versions come out and hopefully everything is fixed and hunky dory which is what I'm hoping yeah. maybe yeah, that'll yeah. be um, a good reason to kind of uh, continue on on the higher end platforms and yeah. actually get a nice stable experience is what I'm hoping for which is what it should have for been sure. out of the box really I mean yeah. I've not seen a launch this fudged in a long time no no um, apart from Anthem that was pretty fudgy yeah, that, that was, was fudgetastic but this is yeah. this is up there. I mean, honestly, just go to their tweets and replies on the Play Avengers Twitter feed. <laughs> it makes for um, yeah some good reading. That yeah, I'd hate to oh, be and their community manager. Yeah, so would I. Apparently, one of the things we have the graphics on the base PS4 are super not very nice at all. By the way, really, um, textures mental. Um, Oof getting up close to stuff which is weird because it's like it's a heavily modified version of the foundation engine which powers shadow of and rise of the tomb raider which are both gorgeous games that both look beautiful on base model ps4 and i'm getting up to environments in avengers looking at grass trees and rock surfaces and it's like ps2 shit like some of it's like really mental like it's not popping in and it's and i and i read a thing that was just like that's the apparently the the even be, like base model Xbox One is meant to be better than base model PS4 for some reason. Just That's base mad. model PS4. Yeah, PS4 is the, yeah. the the better console from a technical standpoint, isn't it? <laughs> if we're talking <laughs> the base models. Yeah, I, I don't know why Strange. they. I think it was it was a thing on Eurogamer that I read about it that about what you know what Crystal were targeting for it and and the reality of what's ended up happening. Do you know what I think but we've yeah. learned from this is that Crystal Dynamics very good at single player stuff mm. multiplayer forget it <laughs> it's, it's a mess the cam- the campaign is great largely bug free yeah. largely yes. you know very enjoyable everything uh, else hit and miss hit and miss uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skate a 1 plus 2 is a uh, very very good video game you've been playing it I've been mm-hmm. playing it uh, thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Well, there's just no kind of discussion here. It's brilliant. 
I mean, the, the, what more can you say? It's fantastic. We this, could just, this is should we the just other move on to the news? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's perfect. I love it. It's everything yeah. Yeah, that I wanted. It is. It is. It's everything I wanted as well. Mm. Um, it's uh, And it's weird. So it's Vicarious Visions and yep. B-Nox, mm-hmm. makers of uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and Crash Bandicoot uh, nitro fueled crash team race. You know, the cr- that one. I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mangled that one, but... Uh, so both both have uh, sort of proven pedigree when it Wait comes to... Wait a minute. To- Isn't nitro fueled Toys for Bob? No, you're thinking of Spyro Reignited. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Give, give it a Google, though. You're the, you're gonna, the resident gonna. podcast Googler. I don't know. But you owe, me, you owe me 20 now, quid. You owe, you owe me 20 quid if I'm so right, I look though. silly, Josh. You're right, it is Beanox. Well done. I defer to that's you. 20, that's 20 quid coming yeah, my way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bring a shake on it. Yeah, let's. let's. Uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? What was I going to say? You've thrown me off. You've thrown me off. You're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. Vicarious Visions and Beanox, they're really, really good at uh, remasters. Rem- well, they're not remasters. They're remakes, basically. Yeah. Ground up remakes. And this one is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, obviously, uh, with a lot of extra stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soundtrack, first of all, is yeah. excellent. Yeah. Um, if you remember the soundtrack to the first two games, it's got all of that, so you're loving that. Has it got all but of it? it? I believe so, yeah. Has or it? why? What have you I heard? I don't know. <laughs> See, this is the problem. Kind of, My Tony Hawk's memories are a big old mangle mangled mess because I played right. one, two, three, like four, thug one and two pretty much in quick succession. I think those games all came out within the space of like five years. Right? Yeah, but, it was it was like the first one was ninety nine, second one two thousand, yeah. third one two thousand one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure right. a couple of them came out in the same year. I think. Mm. So anyway. So yeah, and anyway. I, I put a lot of time into Tony Hawk's three. Like I still have that game in my collection and I'd go back yeah. to it in a second and yeah, play yeah, it. Yeah. Um so I'm not I'm like, hold on, what game was that song from? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I right. don't even I'm I can't conclusively say that, that that's a fact or not. I don't well, know. I, I read a thing on PlayStation blog um who were talking about the soundtrack and uh, they were talking about all the new songs that were added to the soundtrack and yeah. I thought I remembered reading that the that the soundtrack from the original two games was present and correct okay. talking about the likes of Guerrilla Radio from yeah. Rage Against the Machine yeah. Sublime you know like that but then also things like um uh, Can I Kick It by Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. for instance and all number all number of things um it has an excellent excellent soundtrack it does um, it does it may, it may don't quote me on that uh, Richmond may well be correct and it may be missing a couple I thought it had all of them from the original I haven't had that moment that you've had where my memory's gone hey wait a minute you know what what about <laughs> what about this song or was this song from underground or but it, yeah it's Unreal Engine 4 so it's so it's basically a ground up yeah. a ground up remake a faithful it's a completely faithful recreation it feels I, right I love it, it feels with, like you remember it basically it feels like you remember it. We're in this odd space now where we have remasters, we have complete remakes like the likes of, say, Resident Evil 2, which remakes it and just completely, you know, changes a lot. Then then you got the stuff like this and the Insane Trilogy where it's obviously not a remaster, but it is a remake, but it's mm-hmm. completely faithful. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is one of them. Yeah. Um, it's... 
that a large part right now hear me out on this one because this is hmm. this is a weird one okay um i don't know that as much of the reason that this game is brilliant um, is that mechanically it, it's not doing anything new first of all it's not it's not innovation but what it is um and part of the reason why it feels so incredible to play now is because the Tony Hawk's series delivered something which was almost perfect mm-hmm. which was here's a level here's a skateboard here's some lovely music just ride around uh, because riding around feels brilliant yeah. uh, and also here are some object here's a list of things to do if you want a list of things to do but also you can not do them and just try and get your score high if you want to as the games went on in the tony hawk series they felt the need to add things to add gimmicks to add like a story mode a storyline mm. or you know all, all sorts of stuff um and, and of course, you know, one thing that speaks to your point is that they made a lot of them. You know, they really yeah. pumped these games out. And it got stale. You know, it was the old sequelitis thing. It was, it was okay, right, but why exactly should I buy Thug 2 if I have Thug 1? You know, you yeah, know it yeah. was that classic thing of, okay, but if you do it 10 times, we're going to get tired. When mm. Skate came along in 2007, it felt to me like everything changed. It felt to me like Skate was incredible. It, it introduced us to um, a new thing, a new way of doing that thing. It was back when EA was obsessed with the right analog stick for doing everything. Yeah. Um, made its way into FIFA with the total shot control, made its way into Fight Night with total punch control, and it made its way into Skate. It was far closer to a kind of Sim-style experience. Whereas my thoughts on Thups 1 plus 2 is that the reason it's brilliant is because it it hasn't been added to. Because that formula, that thing that Tony Hawk's did so brilliantly, which is utterly insane arcade action that you, you didn't get in Skate, mm. it's just that we haven't seen it in so long. A large part of why it's brilliant is... Yeah, okay, it got stale. Yeah, okay, we added a load of gimmicks and but actually what we had in the early games was basically all we ever were going to have and all really we ever needed to be yeah. a brilliant video game. Absolutely. So if you wait a few years and it helps that Pro Skater 5 was the glitchy mess mm. that it was, <laughs> um it just feels really really good to see it again. Yeah, no, that's, absolutely. That's kind of my main like more than any kind of and after a while with the and I've rinsed I've got like 100% completion on I think three of the levels I'm a real kind of skipper and a mover so yeah, I tend too. to get al- almost everything but maybe the six score and the high score and mm-hmm. then I'll kind of move on because I'm desperate to see the other levels and then I'll make my way back and get the six score once I'm you know better at it sort of thing yeah Um. after a lot of that there is this faint feeling of like yeah, I'm not play- I am playing a very very faithful version of something that's basically 20 years old. However, one of the one of the important things about a successful remake or a successful remaster is the thing that isn't really in a developer's hands, a developer's skill to do, and that thing is simply time. It needs to be the right remake for the right time. Resident Evil 2 had it. Yeah. Final Fantasy 7 remake had it other games don't this one does it's for me it's it's perfect timing and it's a very very faithful recreation of a Mm. formula that's just still brilliant yeah no absolutely that's the thing yeah like 21 years hasn't dulled any of its appeal 
or it's no. immediacy. It's it's yeah, it's great. And it has Rodney Mullen in it. Well, there you go. It's in fact so. it's got a lot of the old pro skaters and a few new ones which I liked. Mm, yeah, it's got a load of those. It's got Riley Hawk as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's nice to see him with his mad long hair. Exactly. Um, yeah. And you can create your own skater and your own park. And your own park and create your own park is brilliant. And um, there's a big apparel shop with stuff you can buy using in-game currency. You don't have to yeah. part with any real money in it. It's yeah. just like a <laughs> yeah, proper old true. game. And you get that money by doing little challenges and tasks. And for yeah. a long time, I, I didn't realise that you had to um, press and hold a button on your completed tasks list in order to get the money for yeah, them. Yeah, you have to press Y so or triangle. Yeah, yeah, and then in one go, I think I got some ungodly sum. I got like eight or nine hundred dollars because nice. I've just done all these challenges and then just splurged in the shop. Anyway, did you build a park, Josh? I have not yet built a park. I look forward to though. I did because that was one of my favourite things to do uh, on Tony Hawk's Underground. Just filled so it up with uh, grind rails and kicker boxes and pools and <laughs> loop de loops. Got some loopy Excellent. loops in there. Master cylinders. Oh yeah, you know it. Big time. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I gotta give you some news because we've rambled. We've had two big games My and God. we've rambled. I've reviewed got so a... many other games, Josh. I could talk about I know more you games. Can I just Don't say, worry, we'll can I just give <laughs> a little shout out to Lair of the Clockwork God? Because that is brilliant. Well we'll get I was gonna say maybe next week we'll pepper yeah. that one in because it's not fair because Lair of the Clockwork God looks and from your review sounds... Oh, check out my review of Tony Hawk's on the website. Check out Rich's review on his website. Mm. Uh, PlayStation Trophies, XboxAchievements.com.org or .org.com. Just, yeah, it's good. Just any of those. Whatever. Swap them, swap them in and out. See how that works for you. Um, we'll talk about Lair of the Clockwork God next time because it's a smaller game and uh, I don't mm. want to bully it with all these big releases. We'll give it yeah. a nice little chunk next week. But it's brilliant. Um, just, just go buy it on Xbox. It's great. It, it's brilliant. Go yeah. and get it. Um, and let me give you, let me give you, let me give you a jingle first of all, and then give you some news. Alright. You are back once again as the Doomslayer. Yeah. He's got redesigned armour. Yeah. It's still green. So you've got your arm blade. Get stabby. You've got, like, your rocket launcher. I like it. Um, you've got a flamethrower cannon thing. <laughs> you've got your super shotguns meat hook. Yeah. You've got your blood punch. It's just like a big swing punch. Then you've got the... Oh, spout armor, spout health, spout armor, spout ammo. Is it hell? Killing demons. Is it heaven? Damage. Demons. Horrible demons. Doom. 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 News. The big news is the Xbox news. You've heard about it. I've heard about it. The Xbox Series S. Mm. Xbox Series X. We've got some prices. We've got a release date. Yeah. The uh, Have we got a release series- date? Uh, yeah, November tenth. Is that rumored? That's not. That's <clears throat> not confirmed. I think that one, was on it? the Windows Central. Uh, perhaps it's not been officially confirmed. I, I think that's I a know. leakage. Is that a leak? Mm. A drippy, drippy leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, put that with a pinch of salt then. But November tenth sounds about right. Someone else also said early to mid-November. Yeah, uh, mind you, that's that's a pretty safe. Well, bet. They confirmed anyway. November, so I would um, suspect. Oh, thanks, Elise. I've just been delivered a cup of tea. That's nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah. Series S is uh, 250 quid. Okay. Which yeah. is uh, pretty very, very bonkers good. when you think about it. Highly affordable. Um, highly <coughs> affordable. So the Series S is... Uh, well, th- th- these are Windows Central sources. So again, 
take out your miniature packets of salt and mm. get ready to like pinch a little bit onto it. But you know, your yeah, little salt sachets. Good. Um, claiming that the Series S will be roughly as powerful as the Xbox Series X. Uh, sorry, sorry, I've I've done it again. Xbox One X is what I meant. Like it's yeah. supposed to be north of that for around a 1080p, 1440p experience. So you can play next-gen games on hardware that's a little bit closer to what we have now with the One X, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Series X, which is the kind of the 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 one that's more comparable to PS5, for instance, that's $499, and I can't remember if they confirmed. I don't think that's can, been confirmed, has it? No, because the Series S was 299 and that was confirmed as 250 quid, mm-hmm. and then the, the X was 499 but that hasn't been given a, a British one yet. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an interesting manoeuvre. It's like a super cheap, and they're putting the S front and centre... Um, because I guess it's got the lower price point, so they kind of want people to talk about that more. It seems like a really, really good price for a Game Pass machine, for a machine that will give you next-gen Xbox games. I can imagine. A, a, uh, I can imagine Josh Wise maybe mulling one of these. I think I'm, I think I may do. I think I may do. I mean, if I was gonna get, yeah, two hundred and fifty. It's discless as well, isn't it? The X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's only got a five hundred gig hard drive, though. By the way. Um, if it's anything like the Series X, you can insert these one terabyte expansion I, yeah, I think cards into the back. Can't you, you can, you can. Although, are they pricey? I don't know. Again, no confirmation of pricing on that. So, mm. who knows? Mm. But anyway, yeah, it does. It does look pretty cool. And I want, like, I I wonder if it seems like this is now. It looks like their main thing now. Like, because the messaging on this is so front and center, they kind of go in. Yeah, so the the Series X maybe that occupies a similar position to the One X now, which is that it's for people who want who value power and graphical fidelity a lot more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Rather than their main thing. <coughs> yeah, um, sure. It looks intriguing. It can, and also they have Xbox All Access, which is a kind of an interesting little. Th- so it's basically getting one on finance. So I think in America, <coughs> it's twenty five dollars a month. Mm. And you get a Series S, Game Pass, xCloud stuff, and Xbox Live for $25 a month. And it's $35 a month for a Series X, which is kind of cool. Like, it, it, it's a lot It's a lot like mobile phones. If you think about just, like, getting a phone yeah. contract and not paying for the handset, it's sort of just like, yeah, like, the iPhone S and the iPhone X. Like, it's, it's a little bit more like that. And it's an intriguing thing. Like, I wonder... Maybe that's what... Because you remember a little while ago when Phil Spencer was like, oh, we don't see... We see our competitors more as Apple and Amazon. Like, maybe this is kind of what he was talking about. Mm. Like, this is... He, they want subscription money rather than to outsell Sony on the box itself, it seems to me. Well, it's also kind of trying to make next-gen available to everybody, basically. Like, the, mm. there's no, you know, financial barrier, really. If you can mm. just... You know, pay twenty five or thirty five dollars or whatever it is a month. Yeah, that's not yeah. that's not above many people's means, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a it's a, fr- a really friendly option, mm. and also like, yeah, for people like me, I don't. I'm I'm sure the graphics are going to be lovely, lovely anyway. 
Although, actually, I am aware that I've just moaned about the Avengers being rubbish on base model PS4. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it does it does depend. I do, You know, they're saying it's a rumoured 4 teraflop GPU in the Series S. So, if you know, if they say it can run next-gen games and actually it can run them perfectly fine, albeit it be at 1080p or 1440 or whatever. I mean, you're down like, 8 teraflops on the Series X, though, mate. <laughs> well, this is the thing. You know, I mean? you know, and if they're saying, oh, you know, such and such, like a Hellblade 2 is 120 frames a second, or whatever on earth they're saying and i'm going yeah all right and then on but on the series s there's little annoying problems with it or frame rate. i don't know it's one of those things where i guess i'm just gonna have to wait and see what it's like in execution and if people start complaining about oh yeah the series actually such and such a game just doesn't run very well on the series s that's gonna really piss me off do you know, but, what, do you know what i'm not i'm not that fussed about frame rates i have to say i just want one that's stable mm-hmm. Yes, no, a- a- absolutely. In fact, I actually, there's an argument for me that, that um, is most keenly felt in Naughty Dog's games, of all things. Um, I actually think 30 frames per second looks better. It looks more cinematic. If you, yeah. if you play The Last of Us uh, on the remaster and get it in 60, something about that doesn't quite look right to me. It looks yeah, it more looks like, jarring, a, doesn't it? like a video game. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I think it's lovely how The Last of Us Part Two, for instance, runs an absolute locked 30. I'm a hundred percent in your camp on that one. I don't care about frame rate until you make me care about frame rate because yeah. it's consistently dipping below what it should be. If you, if you lock it at thirty, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you lock it at sixty, fair enough. But for goodness sake, uh, as long as it's stable. Lock it. Anyway, lock it. Lock it. Pop yeah. it and lock it is yeah, what I say. Exactly. Uh, and and I've always said that. So anyway, th- there's your Xbox news. Um, we've got some Nintendo news. Did you hear about the big Mario? Nuttiness? I did. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to get that collection, that Mario yeah. 3D All Stars, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's on my Nintendo Christmas list. Nintendo reveals on your on your on your Crimbo limbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, reveals a bunch of Mario games coming to the Switch for the 35th anniversary. I'm just going to rattle through these uh, for the listeners. So first up, an expanded re-release of the uh, Nintendo 3DS and Nintendo Wii U titles, Super Mario 3D World, which is called Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, featuring online co-op multiplayer and a whole new Bowser's Fury campaign. That will release alongside a new pair of uh, Cat Mario and Cat Peach Amiibo. Good news for you. I know you love those. Oh, yeah. Cat, I mean, Um, yeah. The cat You've versions. always wanted a cat peach one, of you? course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you bloody never shut up about that? Um, Super I do Mario own two amiibos though, Josh. Just FYI, what have you got? Ryu, what have you got? Ryu, and Solid Snake. The Fair best, the best two, the, the, the two best yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, Super Mario 3D All Stars, which is what Richmond was just talking about, which is Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. All three games uh, will benefit from increased resolution. Do you know what's uh, great about launch- that? Uh, go on. I haven't played any of them. You're going to be loving it. I That's know. really mental. I know. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, they'll launch later this month digitally uh, and at retail September 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, somewhat uh, utterly Billy Bob Bizarre Bonkers, uh, Nintendo has said that they are only available until the end of March 2021. What? Um, at which point it will disappear from the Nintendo eShop, which... Uh, that sounds is awful. Bizarre. Actually, hold on, Elise. You better buy that game I've put on my Christmas list because apparently there's a time <laughs> limit on it. Brilliant. The listeners yeah. are getting this live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, this is important, uh, Josh. I think the yeah. listeners will understand. I think they probably will. Yeah, for the sake of Mario. Um, I mean, that someone said that this is the most transparent attempt ever to pad out a fiscal quarter. Right. 
I mean, oh, it I does see what would sort of create a buying frenzy. So well, because go. it's 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 that, but it's also the fact that specifically it's the end of March. It's sort of genius. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I I think it's horrible. Um, it's it's bizarre. It, it's really sort of like, yeah, you better buy it now. Are though. they going to stick to their guns on that, or are we going to see like <laughs> well, copies flooding eBay at inflated prices? Well, you definitely. De- in fact, we are already seeing copies on 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 like people. I think it's like scalpers really? are already listing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can buy a copy um, from like Simply Games for forty four quid. What? Why would you? Yeah, people well, they'll have got be, to they'll shop be... around. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, also, if it's it, I, I, I mean, they've only said it'll disappear from the eShop. I don't know if that. Presumably, that also means they won't make any more physical copies. So you would think, otherwise, yeah, it negates the whole urgency uh, yeah. because the eShop version's presumably full price. You know, fifty yeah. pounds or whatever it is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really horrible. Like it means I'm gonna have to get it because it's almost like <laughs> question. Do you ever want to play this? Do you know what the answer? worst thing is? Yes. That, that it's working then. <laughs> it's a well, strategy it. that's worked. It's, yeah, it's, it's awful. It's, it's like a gun to the head. It's like, if you ever want to play it, you have to get it now. <laughs> it's like, screw you, that's horrible. But mm. they do stick to their guns on this stuff. I mean, if you look at the 3DS ambassador mm. package, for instance, which rewarded people who bought the original 3DS mm. by having certain games that only they could play. For instance... Uh, Metroid Fusion, uh, mm-hmm. the Game Boy Advance version, it's still unavailable to this day. You cannot obtain that video game. That's awful. But it, it, but we know it exists and it is available to download for people who had the original. And I get it. You're kind of rewarding the people who were loyal at launch. But it's a bizarre um, decision to turn down money when there's money on the table. Yeah. But anyway, Nintendo have always, you know, marched to the, their own beat, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, um, of course. But yeah, I love Two it. Things- it's like, we're, we're, sorry, you're like, that's no, horrible, go on, go on. horrible practice. I must get a copy. I must get a copy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. I am right now looking at my copy of Super Mario Sunshine. It's on the pile of games in my living room for the GameCube. Lovely. And I have a Wii under the very desk that this microphone rests on and thus could play that game in theory today after the podcast. Mm. However, you got to ask yourself, do I ever want it on Switch? And the answer's probably yes. Mm. Therefore, you have to buy it. It sucks... But there and it it's is. really shit that you have to reward that pra- anyway. But that's what's going on. <laughs> Two items of news to do with Nintendo that's really going to interest you. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Super Mario Brothers All Stars, featuring Super Mario Brothers One, Two, Three, and the Lost Levels, is also available uh, for SNES. SNES. I said SNES. Mm-hmm. I always said SNES when I was a kid. Do you know that uh, people SNES... in America apparently never used that? SNES is not a thing over there. It was SNES, fucking... I think. Ugh. Why wouldn't you use the what SNES? It just makes sense. It... Heathens. Yeah. Uh, virtual console collection or Nintendo Switch Online. However, the two things that are really going to interest you are yeah. Super Mario Brothers 35, which is a battle royale game, and I know how much you love them. Oh, gotcha. And the second thing is uh, they're making a new Game & Watch. What? Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch that features uh, 35 hidden surprises. Um, <laughs> but also, one of the listed features, which I think is genius, is that it features a clock. Right. 
Wow. They've listed that as, as a, a sort hidden of, feature. As a well, not as a hidden one, but as a plus point that that's if you buy this, you will also be getting a clock. I mean, it's in the title so of what it bear is. Bear that in mind. Yeah, isn't yeah, this watch, is true. This is true. Isn't that part of it? Game and watch. Uh, yeah, I suppose it must be. Actually, I've I never really know. thought about that. I've not yeah, thought I, about I guess. It. Yeah, must be. Um, but that's November thirteenth coming out. Uh, followed by Mario Kart, Mario Kart Live Super Circuit. <laughs> Mario Carcass. Mario Carcass, <laughs> which is a, a new AR game that sees you play with actual remote control versions of Mario and Luigi cars controlled with your Nintendo Switch. So okay. it sounds bonkers. Sure. Anyway, that's your Nintendo news. Thank you very We've much. We've then got some some merry happenings in the world of video games uh, that you don't really care about. So I'm going to give you those first. Um, do you remember Gods and Monsters? I do. do you, sorry, Josh. Do you mean Immortals Phoenix Rising? <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> well, I do now. Yeah, that's the news. It's been renamed. I, I, I imagine that your interest is suddenly now peaked. Yeah, actually, I've seen yeah. the new leaked screenshots, and it does look quite nice. I thought, didn't you say this looks like Assassin's Creed Kids? Yeah, it totally does. <laughs> It does. I'm sticking by that. I think that's a good analogy. I think that's apt. I yeah. think that's apt. Um, so this was a listed spotting on the Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee. Mm-hmm. Seemingly uh, revealed this new game. Uh, Gods and Monsters renamed Immortals colon Phoenix, spelt utterly the wrong way. Yeah. F-E-N-Y-X, Rising. So apparently that's um, the name of the protagonist. And also, Josh, Ubisoft has Marcus since Phoenix confirmed this. Well. Go on. That that is indeed the title. Sans colon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yeah. What's <laughs> that about? Right. What is that? I don't know. I, 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 I'm I a fan of a colon in a title. Mm. Um, and in the human body Phoenix. as well. And an in... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I... Uh. <laughs> I'd rather Gods and Monsters. There, there was a there was a really good... Do you remember the film Gods and Monsters? I was going to say, isn't that a thing with... Was it Ian McKellen? Uh, Is it? Or am I confused? I can't... Was it Ian McKellen? It was in... Um, it was a, a 1998 one, I think. Wasn't that Brendan Fraser? Or was that Ian McKellen as uh, well? It is Ian McKellen and Brendan Fraser. We're both right. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Oh, okay, and that that was about the the, the person who d- directed Frankenstein the movie or something like that. The last days of Frankenstein director James Whale are explored. That's the description I've got here from IMDb. I remember that being quite a good film. Mm, I never saw it. Maybe that maybe Ubisoft worried that people would mix it up with the <laughs> oft forgotten Ian They're McKellen like, Brendan where's Fraser Ian McKellen? vehicle. Where's Brendan Fraser? In this? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> Played it, thinking, well, I've been missold on this. I, I wanted Brendan Fraser. I thought Fraser, it was an adapt- adaptation of The Last Days of Frankenstein author James Whale. <laughs> uh, director, sorry. Yeah, directed by, uh, I think, Bill Condon. Uh, but you, you can let me mm. know if I'm right on that. Oh, I closed the thing. tab. Sorry. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, no, yeah, well, he, oh, it's only Academy Award uh, winning director Bill Condon. Oh, so, yeah. You know. Anyway, yeah, they've changed it to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Looks like it's coming out December 3rd as well. So yeah. Marvellous. Uh, Warner Brothers Interactive deemed too valuable to sell, claims report. So do you remember they were sort of popping it up a little? Got, there was a thing yeah. on Bloomberg that said AT&T, the parent company, 
remove the business from their list of non-core assets. Uh, their sources claim that the publisher was, quote, too valuable to unload during its effort to pay down debt and streamline. So for a little while, it was kind of like, ooh, you know, someone could be getting their hands on, on Batman. It's right? like um, the kid in the playground who wants to sell one of his toys and then there's loads of interest in that toy and mm. everyone's offering like 50p or a pound and they're like no actually no no I want to keep it and they're like no you're selling it <laughs> that's, that's what's happening yeah it's there. a bit like that except instead of 50p it's 500 million dollars <laughs> yeah but other than that it's, it is the spot same. on take two they were loving it EA were loving it Activision mm. Blizzard loving it Microsoft loving it they all wanted a slice of the Batman yeah but yeah. uh, in the end... All waving their 50p's and quids around. All waving their 50p's and Warner Brothers is going, no, no. No, actually, we want to keep it now. No. Yeah. Oh, you want it, do you? <laughs> well, we'll never part with it. Yeah. It's too good. <laughs> it's too bloody good. Two more items of news for you. Number one, The Witcher 3 confirmed for uh, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Uh, not, it's got uh, ray yeah. tracing. It's yeah. got faster loading times. What what what'd you what do you think about that? Will I play it a third time? Probably. Probably. Yes. Well, right, you'd be getting new uh, achievements, trophies, wouldn't you? Well, presumably, and it's one of them free upgrade jobbies, so I will own it by default. Oh yeah. I, I I own it already, Josh. You you've got it. Yeah. Mm. I know that'll be in my library waiting for me. Oh, that's nice, that. What it's a lovely it, thought. Isn't it? Yeah. And NBA as well. You'll, you'll be bumped up to that one, won't you? Yeah, yeah, as will you. you get, uh, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and the last one uh, is about Hello Games. Right. Uh, the next project from Hello Games. You remember the, uh, the, the studio Hello Games, responsible for the popular game No Man's Sky, don't yeah. you? Yeah, of yeah. course. And The Last well, Campfire uh, recently. And recently, The Last Campfire. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean Murray, uh, <coughs> creator of the Murray Mint, mm-hmm. um, recently gave uh, uh, an interview on uh, Polygon, or Polygon.com, uh, in which uh, he said that the next game is going to be, quote, a huge, ambitious game like No Man's Sky. But um, not another not, No Man's Sky type thing, I'm guessing. Not... Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> he's saying huge and ambitious, more akin to No Man's Sky, uh, you know, rather than The Last Campfire. Um, and he, but and he also said, um, I've worked at EA before I started Hello Games, and we'd just done lots of sequels. Everything that I worked on was the sequel to something. I found that a bit depressing in some ways. It was part of the reason for moving. So, ergo. It'll be something completely... It won't be a sequel to No Man's Sky mm. or The Last Cat. It'll just be kind of a new thing. How does that make you feel? I never really got into No Man's Sky. What are your thoughts? I didn't play it at all, which is bizarre because it sounds like it's right up my street. I suppose it's just yeah, the it sort does of... in a way. On the survival elements and resource. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. That's probably I why never, I never bothered. I never... I, I I have it. It's here somewhere. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I've got it on the, <laughs> on the, on the, on the pile. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, never jumped it. I think my flatmate bought it or something, and right. I just and he played it for all of a day or something. Oh uh, no, he got really addicted to it for like two or three days, and then he suddenly just didn't play it anymore. He was like, "Yep, yeah, I." He sort of he, he hit the loop of play, 
and sort of just realised, oh, that that's what it is. Okay, mm. all right, mm-hmm. fair play. And then he kind of went away. Although actually, that's that that's a game that's just been updated and added to with all sorts of exciting stuff. Apparently, it's just like really good now. Yeah, there's there's loads of um, really cool updates that they've released. Really they've supported it very well with a nice yeah. a nice cadence of new yeah. content. <laughs> I just thought I'd bust out cadence for you there. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a word and a half. Yeah, there. you that's can have bit, that. A bit different. I can have. I'm going home with that. Yeah, that's yeah. safe. Um, all right, fair play. You can have a little quiz. Your second showdown against the listeners before Is that we bring the in news? Matt. That's Matt all the news. Upstairs. That's everything that happened um, it's in the, the world. Stuff yeah, you're not going to find any other stuff that happened. Put no. it like that. Huh. Uh, try as you might. But I was sort of half aware that we rambled on about the games we've been playing for quite a long time. We did, didn't and we? And yeah. the main thing was the Xbox news. And there we're, were other bits of news. We're a bit top-heavy this this week. We are top-heavy. Mm. Um, we got a few. We, we, we got a few questions, and we got a little a little quizzical business for you. Um, mm. But yeah, we haven't brought in Matt from upstairs, by the way. Ne- no, yet. no, no. We should. That's point. on the that yeah I, I I mentioned it to him he seemed uh, you know he he seemed up for it so mm, okay you know we'll, we'll look forward to that but in the meantime you've got some listeners to beat so one of the listeners Leon uh, I think it was Leon Wright came forward again said he did you in the quiz but you didn't you, believe you, him you were dead on you were dead on I don't believe him yeah nonsense yeah. I did it so quick there's no way anyone got in there before me I I think I it refused. was the other one he was. I think he wasn't talking about the LA North. I think he was talking about the one before that, I think. Really? Oh, well, then fair enough. Yeah, I think... Well, he couldn't have beaten you on that one because you got it first clue, right? I was Unless he say. got it halfway through the clue. No, I think it was the other week when it was... Oh, I can't remember what it was the other week. Anyway, have a lovely jingle <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and then, and then we'll get quizzical. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting you say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas and then you say what that place is if you say it and it's the right place you win stop stop I'll go through the clues as many times as you like and I have as ever backup clues because I don't like draws you ready you ready get 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 quizzical get down to quizness I am excellent excellent Uh, you know the rules everyone knows the rules Mm -hmm. clue number one Uh, I am best accessible via plane and horse Plane and horse. Clue number two. Clue number two. Uh, A very famous uh, galactic villain definitely doesn't like me. Ooh. Mm. Plane and horse. Maybe, actually, I can go one further and say the most famous galactic villain ever. that's, That's Galactus. Well, I would argue it's not. <laughs> Thanos. Well, let me give you a clue that will sort of put it in, in reference without, you know... My dad knows this, and so therefore my dad, not knowing the likes of Galactus and Thanos, will be able to vouch for the sheer fame of this galactic villain. Right. While Galactus and Thanos, you know, both famous enough in certain circles, yeah. this villain permeates a higher level uh, or at least uh, a wider level of pop culture. Yeah. I think I, I think I know who you're referring to, but I don't see where okay. the horse comes into it. I don't uh, remember Darth Vader riding a horse in any of the Star oh, well, Wars. Well, you got you got it, you got it on Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> so he, but just think, so he definitely doesn't like this place, right? Right. Okay. There aren't horses in the Star Wars universe, Josh. Just so you know. Actually, in Rise of Skywalker, I mean, they are they're very not horses, thinly are they? disguised. They're not real well, horses. They're not. They're not a horse. I, they're not equine. I think. 
I think they were. I think they were. They just put. They just stuck a nutty helmet on a They're horse. From the the equine order. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> order of animals, <laughs> I think equine. So, yeah. No. They're from. Yeah. They're from the equine order. Not yeah. having it. Not having it. It's a bit. It's a bit like the first order, but they're all just evil horses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, stop. Go on. Is it Alderaan from the Star Wars universe? No, because remember that this place is also best accessible via plane and horse. What plane? There aren't planes yeah. in Star Wars either, really. Are <laughs> well, they? well, all right. How about I slightly tweak the clue, right, and okay. say the very famous uh, galactic villain definitely wouldn't like me. Right. Okay. Right, I'll slightly, I'll slightly amend that. Okay. Mm. Um, I have been clue number three. I have been described as a city of immeasurable wealth. Right. Clue number four. Uh, please make sure that you don't drink the local water. Right. Hmm. Is the Darth Vader thing? It's a pun, isn't it? It's. Uh, I would describe it as uh, an uh, a piece of information gleaned from a now iconic anecdote. <laughs> right. Hmm. Uh, clue number five. Hold uh, on. Famous. Stop. Oh, go on. <clears throat> Rich Walker. Is it the desert from Uncharted Three? Is it in Tunisia? <laughs> well, you did. Did you got to give me a name? Is it the Tunisian desert <laughs> from Uncharted Three? In Sahara, Sahara Desert. Incorrect. Oh, I can't remember which desert it is. Am I on the right lines? I'm on the right lines, aren't yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I can't. I Stop. can't accept the Gobi Desert. Incorrect. The uh, don't Google it. I know you've got Google close. I'm not going to. That's cheating. Uh, that's not my. It's not my style. Uh, you, you, you're on it though. <sighs> Fa- clue number five. Uh, famous visitors include Peter O'Toole and Omar Sharif. Um. <sighs> Stop. Rich Walker. <laughs> the Arabian Desert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is this is tough because I can't accept what you've said as an answer. Sahara. I only know. I know. Sahara, I actually, I actually have one, two, three, four. I have five possible answers that I'm willing to accept. Really? But you haven't. You haven't. And I can't. I can't just give them. you the desert from Uncharted Three. You, you know? can if you give me the name. It has to be the name of the desert. I mean, yeah, that's the place, you know. I'm sorry, but you, you have to. Why have I got like Karachi in my head or something like that? Or <laughs> I don't... no, no. Is it no. a? Re- it's a really famous desert, isn't it? I'm going to kick myself. I think it's pretty big. I think, yeah, I think it's the biggest oh, contiguous desert in the world. Oh God. But also, you know, the the sort of the place inside the desert. I would also. I'm also accepting names for that. I think it's almost certainly safe to say that you've been beaten by the listeners, by the way, because you've already given them. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, well, this the, is the, it. The game. Someone's so you've got already better, lost better so, knowledge so. of deserts than me, or indeed simply of Uncharted Three. I'm going to have to give this one to the listeners. I think the wait, answer is. Wait, or, wait, I'm not done yet. Well, you've you've you've, you've already lost Uncharted this, this Three, is, Morocco. Incorrect. Where does he go? I played it, <laughs> but it's so long ago, I can't remember. I refuse to be beaten. Well, you've already been beaten. There's definitely uh, a listener that's that's going to remember that. All right. 
fine. And they will come forward to claim it. Yeah, well, uh, we, I, I can always re- just, you know, deny that and say they're lying. You can, well, you can deny it, yeah. Um, the answers that I was looking for were either the Atlantis of the Sands, the City of Brass, Ubar, Iram of the Pillars, or simply the Rub al-Khali Desert from okay, Uncharted uh, yeah, 3. I would never have got deception. any of those. Yes. Yeah. To be Indeed. fair, it's my my favourite of the uh, of the lost cities that they discover in the. Uh, actually, that's not true. It would have to be Libertalia from Four. That mm. was amazing. Yeah. It uh, was. But yeah. Well no, done to I, the listeners. I, I, I give that to them. That's fine because I, I wouldn't have got those. So yeah. Fair play. Fair play. You got the thing though. I did. To I was, be fair yeah, to you. Yeah, I just couldn't remember. It's been ages since I played that. <clears throat> yeah. Harrison Ford played that. He so. did. He did. Famously. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, listen, it's time to hear from the winners of this week's quiz, which are the listeners. Look, so. Stop rubbing it in, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Have a lovely jingle. There was a horse magazine, and the song was... I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. What does that mean? Questions, theories, comments and queries, the listeners have been sending them in to you, Richmond Walker, and mm-hmm. me, Josh Wise, to answer. Number one from Neil. How is Xbox Series S going to be able to deliver, quote, next-gen performance at 299-250 pounds GBP sterling yeah. and still make the Series X an attractive prospect at $200 more? Streaming box, no SSD. It's the smallest Xbox ever, so you can safely say it doesn't have the same internals as the Series X. Yeah, so I think, <clears throat> first of all, I don't think they are. I mean, I don't. I think... I, 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 don't, I don't think they're banking on anyone getting the Series S and the Series X. I mean, if people probably exist that will do that for some for some reason. Um, to have one upstairs, <laughs> one downstairs or something. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, but the, but the, but the how are they going to deliver that and still make the Series X an attractive prospect? I mean, I think the answer is... The two the two machines uh, are going to be attractive prospects to different people for different reasons, yeah. and I also mean, did you not hear about the uh, lack of eight extra teraflopage? Is well, this is it. That you know that that's the other thing. Um, the next gen performance. <clears throat> if you're talking about a you know a next gen performance, it we're now entering the kind of arena where what that means is being subtly eroded. Um, mm. And software is going to become increasingly less tied to specific platforms, as we were sort of we were sort of talking about earlier on. Um, it seems somewhat closer to mobile phones now with with the old Xbox All Access. I can't mm. remember if that's available in the UK, but it you know if it is, um, it's going to make a hell of a lot of a difference because you, you, you're going to get like oh well you know Hellblade Two, play it on your Series S. Um, and it's going to be 1440 resolution, uh, but you play it on the Series X, it's going to be like bloody 8K, 120 frames a second, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it, w- what we talk about when we talk about next-gen performance is going to widen and go a bit blurry and mean different things to different people. Um and also, the other part of that is that I imagine the people that would get a Series X probably wouldn't bother with the Series S unless, yeah. as Rich said, 
they needed another machine upstairs, didn't want to pay the money, and didn't mind particularly. You know, so that so that broadly, that's the answer. Um, Kieran also chimes in with just Xbox Series S, a eh? which is kind of he's put a question mark at the end of it. It's kind of a comment. It's kind of a question. I feel like we've covered his uh, comment question already, though. Yeah, yeah. It's Scott very Devine. competitively priced. That's yeah. Yeah. Mm. It is It is very competitively priced. In fact, they're putting that front and centre. They've yet to confirm the UK price for the Series X, as we were saying. So it kind of seems like they're going... They're sort of trying, I think, to pull a 360 again. They're going, you can get into the next gen for significantly less money than the PS5, or as it was then, the PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of coming out the gates first with the price. Although yeah. I guess the 360 was also helped by coming out like a year before the PS3. Yes. So... Lots of people jumped on that uh, for those reasons. Scott Devine's been back in touch. Oh, yeah. Question for you: uh, Will a Mortal Kombat Nine remaster be coming to PS4 and Xbox One? I can't remember if you've answered this one before, but um, what do you think? I feel like I've heard about this. Um, mm. I don't know. See, I, I don't know where this is coming from. Like, well, I think Scott Devine is just uh, spitballing because he was talking. He was just spitballing because he was talking about. He was the one that asked you that lengthy list of games, including the Sonic Adventure style games. Right. Yeah, um, um, I, I can't see it happening. I, I imagine <laughs> NetherRealm will be working on Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, I don't think they're that interested in remastering Mortal Kombat 9, or no. as it was simply called, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, that was a very good Mortal I, Kombat, though, I must say. Yeah. I you'd really you'd like it. to see a remaster, wouldn't you? Um, I don't know that I would. I think I would prefer. You, you would. You wouldn't say no to. I one. wouldn't say no to one. No, but no. um, I'd rather have MK12. Get cracking on twelve. Yeah. Although eleven's still good. So I'm in no rush. Give Give us Injustice three first. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, and this last one, uh, I'm going to put this one to you, Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Fabrizio. Oh yeah. Right? says, uh, hi guys and gals, it's been on the backlist, and now that Imogen is not here, sadly, I'll just say hi guys. But we can say hi guys and gals spiritually to include Imogen. Sure, sure. Um, have listened for a long time, first time writing in. <clears throat> Comment, he's talking about Ghost of Tsushima and yep. The Last of Us Part 2. Right? Okay, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, worthy of far more praise than The Last of Us Part 2. Presentation is miles. It's, co- it's controversial comment. This, Rich, yeah, it's going yeah, to yeah. um, inspire a strong reaction in you. Presentation is miles ahead, with the vibrant colours of Tsushima Island eclipsing the dreary, bleak, wet Seattle landscape. Character development also more refined compared to Last of Us, uh, which felt like it didn't know uh, what it wanted the characters to be. Uh, I could go on for days, but for me, Ghost of Tsushima is the far superior game. Uh, what are your thoughts? And oh, then... <laughs> oh, God, I want to just dive in. Go on. <laughs> okay, but there is there is something else that warrants your attention here. Uh, theory, I've recently played uh, through Manhunt 2, and there's an Easter egg which doesn't seem to be widely acknowledged. Two of the antagonists in the game have the last name Arthur and Morgan. Oh. A clear reference to the protagonist of Red Dead Redemption 2. Incredibly cheeky from Rockstar to reference something that would appear 11 years later. Keep up the good work. So, Rich, how do you respond? Okay, well, first of all, I don't think it's fair to compare um, <laughs> to Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part 2. Their presenta- <laughs> compare their presentation as dreary, wet Seattle. Which is what it is, and then beautiful, vibrant Japanese. So you're not disagreeing island. with Fabrizio here. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like it's apples and oranges. It's not, you know. 
yeah, yeah. Like, Naughty Dog did a good job in recreating that environment. It would have yeah. been weird if there were lovely flowers and foxes <laughs> hopping around there. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's horses yeah, yeah. for courses, mate. Yeah. How do you how do you respond to uh, the character development is also more refined compared to The Last of Us, which felt like it didn't know what it wanted the characters to be? Uh, yeah, I, well, I just disagree. It's just fundamentally wrong, isn't it? <laughs> I think we can agree on that. <laughs> I yeah. think we can agree on that. I, I, brilliant. Look, right, I love Ghost of Tsushima. I think it's brilliant. It's one Rich of the best games I've played it. this year. But mm. I, I feel like, I don't know, The Last of Us Part 2 was just... A masterpiece, man. I, I think they knew exactly mm. what they wanted their characters to be. They had a very clear aim, and they knew what they were doing. Mm. And, um, I mean, some people have complained that the game is too long, and maybe it could have been, you know, slightly... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...you yeah. know, whittled down to something a bit more... Sure. sure. ...lean. But, no, mm. I, I, I think it's great, and I think the character development's amazing, you know? I, I, mm. Yeah. I played it through twice. So, all in it. all... You, you, your message to Fabrizio is absolutely get out of town, you idiot. Look, right, you're entitled to your opinion, and an opinion can't be wrong. But in this case, uh, it, I'll make an exception. It's, it's it just wrong, wrong, mate. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, I mean, no, yeah. he's 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 right, Fabrizio. You're mental. Get out of it. Um, <laughs> no, they're both right, great games, and I, I don't think you can compare them. Uh, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're Fabrizio. It's just because they happen to come out within a month of each other, isn't it? Everyone's this is like, true, yeah. You know, and there's so much controversy around Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima didn't really court any kind of controversy. <laughs> no, it was simply very good. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I love that game. Yeah, they're both brilliant games. Anyway, anyway, we've rambled. We're ra- we're rambling boys, mm. and uh, mm. we've you know we we got we got to wrap this one up. Uh, so thanks to Adam Cook and Andy B and Colin Mahern for our musical stingalingalingles. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Do go on Twitter. I'm at Joshy Wise. Rich is at Richie W eight two. Send in uh, tweet me with your tweets uh, questions for the pod. At videogamer.com is the Twitteroo handle. Uh, and then also, email, give me an email. I like I like the emails. Give me an email. Podcast at videogamer.com uh, for, for for your hot takes, for your theories, for your queries, for your comments and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll just about do it, Tony. <laughs> There's nothing more to be said, Josh. We've said everything. Nothing more. Excellent. Right, mm. now... I'm going to go and get a bite to eat uh, and then play some stuff and write some stuff about the stuff that I'm playing. Ugh, I've got to play NBA, Josh. I don't want to play it. Ooh, it's like yeah. last year's game, mate. I, I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe next week we'll talk a bit more about NBA yeah. and the way that it's annoying or brilliant. Who knows? Leave, leave them on edge about that. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> <coughs> well, goodbye from me, goodbye, and goodbye from Richmond Walker. Goodbye. <laughs>